Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine. Sorry, Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. I'm your host, Jasmine, and today co-hosting, we have Adelaide and Michelle. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And today, we have the long-awaited, desperately asked for, Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. You can't even get the title out. I couldn't. Like, and it's literally at the top of my outline. (laughs) Okay, so, first of all, let's talk about Sabrina. Did you like the character portrayal of Sabrina? Um, I'll start with you, Michelle. Uh, Oh, I had to think about her. (laughs) Okay, let me explain something to you guys. I hate Sabrina. I really hate Sabrina to the point where I often blocked her out and felt myself skipping all scenes with her, which is really difficult to do considering that she's the title character. But that's my thought about the character, Sabrina. Ellie? I am of a very similar opinion. I I was more entranced by the world building, so I wouldn't say I, I didn't I didn't tune her out, but I I don't know if it's an age thing or not, but every single time she did something I wanted to say, You caused this mess. Stop causing this mess. This is your fault. This this issue wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for you. So I just I was very frustrated with her. She she is she, never mind. We'll get to more on this, so yeah, we're just going to go over the characters first, because I feel like that's a great chunk of this uh, season. Um, as far as Sabrina, for me, I thought she was adequate. She's no Melissa Joan Hart, but she wasn't supposed to be. I don't, I don't mind her. I think that she's a teenager, so I'm giving her more credit, but I think she's also a bad character overall, if, if you get what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't. So, because I don't, I don't know. What do you mean by she's a bad character? Every action that she does is horrible to me. But she's a teenager, so I don't know if I'm so far removed from teenagers now that I'm like, you are awful. Or if it's just this character is awful and I'm like, okay, she's a okay. teenager. See, yeah. like, I, I, see, the distinction that I'm making with what you're saying is that you don't like the person that is Sabrina. And not necessarily the characterization of her. Or maybe, I don't know. Because I really think they did a good job with the character. As much as I can't stand her, I think she's well written. I think she's written for you to dislike. I'm hoping that's the case. Because if it's not, then I think they did a bad job. But other than that, I I think they did okay. I don't know that she was written for you to dislike. I feel like there are people out there who relate to her character. And I feel like we're supposed to, but at the same time, like she does, she, she's nothing but a walking ball of mistakes and no consequences that I can't even take her seriously. She drives me insane. All right. So let's talk about the man, the myth, the love interest, Harvey Kinkle. Now we've seen several renditions of Harvey Kinkle. My personal favorite is Nate Richard. Um, he is from Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Joan Hart. He was hot enough and he kind of worked. Wait, I, wait, which, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? What I just said with Melissa Joan Hart. The there, there's series. a movie. No, it's, no, it's not the movie. I just said the series. I didn't hear series. You said the one with Melissa Joan Hart. And I mean, he's an okay one. 
it's implied. Anyway, I think that he is the ideal Harvey Kinkle. I do not know this little child. And maybe that's the thing, too. Ross Lynch is a child, okay? I don't find him attractive in any way. Like, if I saw him on the street, I'd probably give him change or some food or something. I don't see him as a love interest. And maybe it's because of my age. I don't know. Um, What were your thoughts, Adelaide? I kind of, like, I see where you're coming from. I could see him as a love interest for her. Because both of them, to me, look like they're, they look like kids. So, I just, like, I didn't care about any of the romance stuff involved in it. Because I don't care, you're 16. Do you really think it's, like, you have a lot of learning to do. You're both 16. Chill the hell out. So, it's, to me, that, that's why I didn't care much about him specifically. I think the actor did well. I don't think he was necessarily attractive. But at the same time, like, he's 16. He's not supposed to be. At least not to me. Oh, if we're being honest what about you Michelle what did you think of Harvey Kinkle I think this Harvey Kinkle is very much like all the other Harvey Kinkles which is forgettable um I don't it's really hard for me it's not the actor's fault I think he did a decent job with what he had but the character is so bland by nature like when you compare his world to the world of the witches is really hard to stay interested in my opinion with the mortals so i mean of course he's going to suffer from that as far as the romance goes like i don't i don't have a problem with harvey like i don't have a problem with any of the characters except for sabrina but he in particular i just he's really bland it's like he's a bowl of rice with no seasoning no nothing. It tastes good going down. It's satisfying, but it's not like, wow. That's how I feel about Harvey's in general. Not if you're a person named Harvey, but I'm talking about in the world of Sabrina. Um, And let's talk about the aunties, Aunt Hilda and Aunt Zelda. So what were your thoughts on Aunt Hilda? Did you like her? Did you feel her portrayal, her relationship to Sabrina? Can I jump in on that? Yep. Okay. I of the two aunts, I really liked Aunt Hilda, which is funny because in in um, the TV series of Melissa Joan Hart in the '90s, I loved Aunt Zelda. She was my favorite. And this Zelda, because you know, I my my filter as much as I tried to get rid of that, my bias was lying in the 1990s series that I watched as a really little kid, and that one was child friendly, and this one is very not. And so, like, going in, this Aunt Zelda terrified me, like, right off the bat. She scared me. And Hilda really? was there to kind of... Well, like, once I got used to her, I was fine with it. But, like, the her first introduction was so shockingly different from her... from Not her original incarnation, but from that reinterpreted incarnation. Because I, I recognize that this is more accurate to the, the original story. Um, but from that reinterpreted incarnation, this one was such a she was such a stark contrast to her that it startled me at first and I kind of latched onto Hilda as the safety blanket after that but I I did grow to love both of them and I do like Hilda a lot too so Michelle okay so forgive me guys my dogs have been barking not the metaphor but my actual dogs um so for the aunties uh I really do like both of them it's really hard. I just like their their sisterly connection. Although with the Spellman family, 
at, their whole thing is confusing. Like one of the main issues that I have with we the will sisters, talk about we with will. the sisters. Okay. You said we're talking about the aunties, yes. so let me go. I, I you you like to like go just off hold on. Let me go because you always attack me, Miss. <sighs> I'm staying on topic as you requested. Him. <clears throat> so the problem that I have with the aunties is I really don't understand how one of them is American and one of them is British. I just don't get it. And even within the show, Zelda will make fun of Hilda for being British. I don't understand how that happened. I don't know. It's really They were separated at birth, Michelle. Did they say that? Because I don't remember that. And if you're just coming out with it. like, I'm just saying that. Like, because I'm like, they need to add that in there. I need explanations to the various, I don't know, weird things that goes on in that family. And... I do like their, okay, so I don't like their sister dynamic as in I think it's a good example of how sisters should be, but I do like that they have a weird relationship, how they're both, like how Zelda is really, like even though she, I guess she's sort of jealous of Hilda, at the same time, she doesn't know how to live without her, and Hilda is the exact opposite where she really is afraid of staying with, you know, Zelda for the rest of her life. But it's just, she's, you know, caught in the circumstance. So their whole, like, there's so much in their relationship. I really wouldn't mind following their story. And matter of fact, I think they're my favorite parts of Sabrina, just those two. Um, as far as the aunts, I was fine with both of them. I didn't have like the fear that Ellie did. I also didn't have that deep dive that Michelle did. I was like, they're there. That's the extent that I cared about them. Now let's move on to my favorite character. Yeah, I was just about to ask you then, who the hell is your favorite character? Ambrose. Duh. He's Ambrose such awesome. an easy favorite. Uh, right. Ambrose is the sp- like Ambrose is awesome. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't know how awesome is he. He doesn't really do anything but just give warnings. Like, if for anything that you're about to say as far as ne- magical people go, he's really one of them, Jasmine. He's the wise person that sits in the background that has, like, a couple of anecdotes here and there or advice here and there to try to guide you along your way. But you like him, but dislike the others for that same trait. The other one. Let's not act like it was a whole myriad. It was two. It was, it was a whole myriad of, of people of color. And, it uh, was two. Okay, so let me finish my Ambrose, and then we can jump into the conversation. Oh, okay. Um, I appreciated Ambrose. I loved him. I loved his uh, pansexuality. He is officially pan. It is canon. It is in his bio. Where is it? What is it? Oh, God, I'm confused. What is pansexual? They don't care what your gender is. They're attracted to the soul. That's a synopsis, but yeah, that's their thing. Then isn't it just about a lot no. of pansexual? No. No. Respect okay. their agency, Michelle. I, I, okay. I'm confused, but okay. Um, If you're pansexual and would like to explain it to us, leave a Please comment. Please do. It's no judgment. I'm just really curious about what the definition means for you adelaide would you like to jump out on this bridge um i could but honestly you covered the definition as i know it so i can't really give much more than that so um i like i said i love ambrose i find him entertaining i love his pansexuality i love his 
Like, he's probably one of the most powerful people that we've seen. And proof of that. Proof of that. Because you said that before, and I've never seen any proof that he was that powerful. We've seen him do several spells, and we've seen, like... The most powerful one is Zelda. What do you mean? Is it? Yes, because every time they're doing a spell together, if Zelda's not there, the spell breaks apart. Or, like, mm-hmm. Zelda is always the key for them to complete a spell. Or is it just that they need four and Zelda no, the last No, 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 no. Because I feel no. like that's what it... I feel like Zelda would be you, where you come in last and take the credit. Like... Zelda, obviously, is the most powerful. That's she, the no, only thing I'm she saying. She just came... The power was there. Everybody else was in line. Zelda just waltzed in late. No, because sometimes, like, one time Zelda was first, and then they really was at a loss when she left. It, they really need her. It's not like you mm. even said multiple times that Zelda saved their life. So, mm. you just trying to give Ambrose credit for no reason. Let us know in the comments who you think is and the most And I like powerful. Ambrose. Let us know in the comments who you think is the most powerful. All right. So, let's move right along. So, what Michelle was talking about, because apparently we're just screw my outline um I didn't even skip anywhere oh my god well michelle was, yeah you you hinted at something that wasn't until the end yes, but i alluded to it i mean you have a lot of characters to go through no i wasn't going i was only going through a few oh, i was only okay, going good, through the major ones like i was literally stopping at ambrose i was just <sighs> you guys are exhausting when you're together um what i want uh my issue, one of the issues that I noticed when I was rewatching the show with Michelle was that they have magical Negro syndrome. And I didn't even realize it about Ambrose until Michelle just pointed it out because I was so used to him being a literal magical Negro. <laughs> like, and even the other girl, she has the cunning. So that's her magical Negro thing. Um, So I guess I'll start with you Adelaide what were your thoughts on the magical negroes see I actually caught on to this too I didn't know there was a name for it but I did I I wondered why um or at least there's there's another word for it that I don't remember what it's called but um and that's the one I understand it that's as I understand it but I was a little confused as to how that was going on and I wondered how that portrayal was working out and why they chose that route and I don't know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go too far in that because it seems like it could be on the offensive side. But at the same time, I was like, "Is this what they're trying to do?" Because the world is so saturated with magic as it is. But I, I was kind of on the. I was kind of on the. You're riding that line really close, Netflix, and I think you're. I think you're crossing it a little. Okay, let me give you the definition, and anyone out there who is confused and didn't know. In cinemas of the United States, the Magical Negro is a supporting stock character who comes to the aid of the white protagonist in films. Magical Negro characters often possess special insight or magical power that has long been a tradition in American film. So, So, quick question. Is Prudence a Magical Negro? Yeah, she has special insight. She has the cunning. Prudence. No, no, Prudence. The Year of the Raws. Oh, um, is she a magical new girl? Does she does she help? The because she definitely helps Sabrina, but she does it reluctantly or under like duress. So does hmm. that count? I don't know. Because otherwise, they're four for four. Right now, they're three for four. Well, uh, the underlying message is the magical Negro goes around helplessly helping the white people. Oh, never mind. So, so four for four. <laughs> <laughs> Selflessly helping the white people, sorry. Oh, selfless. Okay. Yes. Never mind. Okay. 
So it's three for four then. <laughs> well, still, that's like three out of four isn't good, Netflix. Um, but yeah, that's the actual term, Adelaide. Like, I don't want you to be like, is that no? No, it's there's, actually... there's. I think I'm thinking of something else then, because I know there's something out there. I don't remember what it's called, but I know there's something out there with a with a very similar um with a very similar definition. But that's not the one I was thinking of. So, uh, I'll. Oh, mammy. No, there's something else. Um. Oh. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it was. But can I'll, we I'll not play. just throw bad terms about black people out? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mamie is the, the closest one I could think of. No, it's, following a, it's that. a little bit more broad painting. It doesn't narrow it down to one specific race. Uh, yeah, then I don't know. Like, I'm too black centric. Uh, well, um, no. We were I think about Ambrose? We were talking about magical Negroes. Like, <laughs> I didn't even get to talk about Ambrose. Oh, I'm sorry. Go talk about Ambrose. Michelle. Look, I really like him, but you know what? All right. So I said this to Jasmine because she was there the entire time I was watching this. My major fear in the beginning was that they were going to make Ambrose Salem. And then after a minute, I was like, you know what? I'd rather Ambrose be Salem. And the reason why is because ultimately he pretty much played the role of Salem except for in human form. Am I the only one that saw that? No, that is exactly what I thought. Um, and especially since, like, I loved Salem. I loved him. So I, even in this version, actually, I hope we're going to talk about him because he was awesome anyway, as, like, the 30 seconds that we saw cumulatively over the entire season. Um, so I, I agree. And he did kind of fill the role of Salem. And then maybe that's why I liked Ambrose a lot because I liked Salem and I liked the role he played in the, in the 90s series too. Um, I guess, but please, Michelle, continue about magical Negroes because you didn't give an opinion, and Adelaide did. Didn't I? Did you? I, I don't mean, know. you hinted that it was three for four, so you kind of, kind yeah. of said your opinion. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, look, honestly, I don't really. I'm so numb to this that it's not. I don't. I don't know how to react, but just make a joke about it, and that's about it. I don't have any like harsh feelings about it and I don't glorify it so yeah gallows humor mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, gotta love that gallows humor um so let's just dive right into Sabrina about 20 minutes and I got like 40 to get this out of the way Ugh, let's try it um Sabrina's turning 16 on Halloween cause irony um, she spends the time hanging out with her friends, her boyfriend, and on her 16th birthday, she has to decide whether she wants her dark baptism. Sabrina is torn and devastated, so she starts to ask questions about her ritual. What were your thoughts when this whole scenario took place? Like, you see her hanging out with her friends, you see her being a witch. I didn't care. Honestly, I really did How was I feeling? Um... It's not that I didn't care. Like I said, this whole time, I don't think I was fully emotionally invested. So I was just sitting there watching it. But as time went on and she started, like, doing certain things, like, oh, I... I, Okay, now I'm remembering. Never mind. I was angry. (laughs) I remember. I was so angry watching this. Because she was putting her friends before her family tradition and that irritated me. We're, we're be- only talking about the bad. I'm talking. I just said family tradition. I didn't say anything else, Jasmine. Listen to what I'm saying. So it really irritated me how she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this party. 
even though she knows that they could only do this whatever ritual, I can't remember the name of it, that particular night at that particular dark time. Baptism. She, yeah, baptism. Dark, what is it, unholy baptism or dark baptism? Dark, pe- dark baptism. All right, so she can only get the dark baptism done at this time on this night, and it also happened to be her birthday, so all the magic was coming together for her. And she was willing to miss it for a birthday party with only three of her friends that, cause she only has three friends and then a bunch of other people she didn't know. And that irritated the mess out of me. That started me off not liking Sabrina. Um, Adelaide. See, I, I'm on a similar page on the one hand, like I don't necessarily care if you honor your family's traditions, if you just, if you're not going to follow them yourself, there's, there's for me, there's a line. Like if you're, if you're saying like no i won't like if you're not going to christmas traditions that's like ultimately that's not going to be a big deal but this one's like signing your soul over to the devil so i can't really blame her for saying for being indecisive and not wanting to to participate in that particular one but at the same time like i wasn't well you started off michelle where you said you weren't invested that's kind of how i was in the beginning i was just like i I don't care. I don't know you enough for this. I don't know. I had so many questions where she was like, well, can I do this? I'm like, why can't you do that? Why does it have to be either or? Why are you like, what's this? Why are you making this, this huge divide, but you're not showing me that there's this divide. And I understand that they're starting off, they're telling me it and then they're slowly showing it to me, but I kind of would have preferred they do both at the same time. And I didn't really, ultimately I didn't care about her decision until it got to the actual dark baptism. And then I was like, all right, now I see where this is going. Um, as far as me, I, I didn't like her relationship with Harvey. I thought it was stupid and her friends kind of sucked. So I, like nothing was making me root for her to stay a mortal in the mortal world. Nothing. She wasn't a good character. Her friend sucked. Her boyfriend sucked. Can I add one real quick thing? Yes. Okay, just on the slight, this is like real minor. Um, Not only was it on Halloween, but it was on a, an eclipse blood moon. So throw that in there. Yes, it was a lot. Okay, so I want to touch on what Adelie said earlier about not really caring about, you know, everybody honoring their individual family traditions. That's fine. My problem was, you were doing, you were groomed for this for 16 years. It's not like it was sprung up on you. It's not like, like you said, Adelaide, it's not like it's just going to family dinner or something like that. This is something huge. And if you didn't want to do it, you should have voiced your opinion before this time. And not only that, her attitude was never that I didn't want to do it. Her attitude was more along the lines of, I don't want to commit myself to you, but I want you to give me all of the same powers that you give to everybody else. No, you do not get to... Oh, my God. I was so mad at the damn devil. See, yes, and this it's is... <laughs> Let's take that out of context, shall we? Um, I agree <laughs> with that. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I think that's probably where the issue for me ultimately ended up throughout the whole season was that she makes this whole point of, I'm not sure which one I should go to. I- I'm so torn. And as you said, like, yeah, she should have been... If you were so indecisive about this, maybe you should have made the decision before the day of. Um, Mm -hmm. and then like, as you've said, uh, she, she wants to have, she wants to have her cake and eat it too. She wants to have all of the dark powers and all of the magic that goes along with it without any of the consequences and any of the, um, 
not necessarily consequence, but something else that goes with it. She she doesn't well, want she the does... responsibility of it. She just wants right. the abilities. And right. that's where the, like, this is why I hated her. Um, because, I don't know, maybe that's a very teenager thing, but still it's frustrating, especially when it drags on seven episodes worth. So True. And I always said this after watching it. I said that I feel like if anyone is really connecting to this character, you have to be a teenager. I really don't see how you can't. Or you're either that or you're really, ugh, I hate to say it, but I feel like you're really entitled. There's no way that you can sit there and be like, okay, it's absolutely okay for her to want everything in the world, but not want any of the backlash that comes with it. Or not even want it, not accept the backlash that comes with it. There are consequences to everyone's actions and you do not get to opt out of them because you don't like them. Even um, Ambrose said that at one point. Yeah, and she opted out for at least seven to eight episodes of the entire series. And I think that's where my biggest problem was. Had the world building and the acting not been as, like, had the rest of the world not been as entertaining as it was, I probably would have been way more frustrated than I ended up being. No, I was very frustrated. Like, Ambrose was the only light at the end of each tunnel. If he hadn't been in every episode, I would have been done. Ambrose wasn't even doing anything. His what existence. How can you say me. like the system of magic wasn't entertaining? The way that they built, see, like this is the fun stuff for me—the world building and how each little thing balances out in the in the world ultimately. And you've got the the familiars where you actually have like a listing of them, where you're like adopting pets from a shelter, and these are like genetically pure ones. And she's like, "No, I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna put the call out from familiar, and and familiars are goblins." And oh my god, I, I'm sorry. And she was this is done with the call out too. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did, did she call out to any creature or something like that? I think she very specifically says like familiar, like it's a familiar spell. So it's something. Oh no, familiar, she but... she said that bind yourself to me and I'll bind myself to you or something like that. I'm like, hmm, I yeah, don't feel like you sounded... should be doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. That was my that was my fear on that one. But still, I I really liked the lore around the familiars and stuff. The lore in general. Uh, do you want me to tell you the spell? Because I have it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Spirits of the forest, I pronounce my intention to be, come forth and seek me, and equals we will be. Not master and servant, but familiar to familiar, to share our knowledge, our spirit, and our traits. So, spirits of the forest. So, she called out to every spirit out there, benevolent or otherwise. Yeah, I do remember watching that mm. thinking, you're a little young and inexperienced to do that. Maybe you should have a su- someone supervising you. But at the same time, like, I wanted to see Salem so badly. I didn't. You know what? I didn't care. Honestly, I would have felt a lot better if this was about the Weird Sisters or anybody else at the Academy besides Sabrina. Like, if they just said it in the world of Sabrina, I feel like it would have been better or just like I said, made about the the aunts when they were younger. I don't know because right now Sabrina's just so annoying. But, I mean, I think we've been on this for a while. Yeah, so let's just slide along to the next little segment where, what is this? Um, Sabrina's teacher is murdered and then possessed, uh, and no one noticed. (laughs) What were your thoughts on this, Michelle? Okay, I don't, I'm confused by it because how invisible did you have to be at school like even your students nobody I think some one person commented on a change of her outfit one person 
I don't remember who. But no one really noticed. I think it was Sabrina. I'm not I was sure. about to say, but it she, was Sabrina at the movie theater. Yeah, just like the one time. And then my problem with her was when she realized like what demons were and everything. And you still didn't think about, okay, why is my teacher like had a sudden transformation? Nothing clicked for you. It's just like, oh, wait, how far, how deep are we going? Are we going into the true story? Or are we going to be really shallow with this? Um, well, it's the whole season summary, so. Okay, so my thing is, well, can you, like, explain who she is then? Because I don't want to, you know, jump over your part. Um, right, well, so apparently we're just, we're not going along with my detailed summary. I literally just asked. I just asked. No, I'm saying we're, like, we're going out of order. It's like by character. Yes, Adelaide. I mean, well, then if you don't want us to cover that one, just jump ahead to the. No, we're covering it, but I like I'm. I have to just modify my thing by character now, then, versus what actually happened in order. Oh my gosh, she is so averse to change. I, you cannot work in a fast-paced world. You can't. I am not. I said I'm modifying it. Um, Mrs. Wardell is going through she's changed and she is possessed by madam satan who seeks to bring sabrina over to the side of the dark lord she does a variety of tasks to make this happen we will get further into the task as we go along through this outline there change Hit it. all right so um what i wanted to say is because like we find out that she's a Queen of Demons. Oh, well, I'll just say this, guys. Look, y'all gonna hear a lot of bass in my background. I have neighbors who don't mind playing music very loudly. So I apologize about that. But, um... Or is it as... just that you're recording at a party and you didn't want to tell us because you didn't invite us? And you well, didn't I mean, turn your phone off? Look, it's a lot of stuff going on over here. Call, just because you're not invited doesn't mean you need to comment. Okay. I'm glad everybody quieted down, though. That's okay. Moving on, because that was really creepy after I mentioned that they turned the radio all the way down. How thin are these walls in this room? All right. So, um, oh, wait. They turned it back up. Um, so what I was trying to say as far as what's her name? The teacher? Uh, Miss Wardell. All right. So, as far as Miss Wardell goes, I like her as a villain. I think that she really did her job in manipulating Sabrina, who was trying to manipulate the devil. Like, come on, girl, you can't do that. Like, the fact that she even thought your 16-year-old brain could do it is very, like, funny to me. It's very interesting that you thought all your 16 years would help you outwit the devil who is over a millennia old. That was just beautiful. But anyway, she, I liked her. I don't understand why no one really questioned her. I don't... Jasmine, you did say that you thought that the other characters were dumbed down in order to accommodate her to be able to manipulate them. Can you, like, clarify that? Um, I was going to clarify that as we went further along in the outline, but sure, let's just skip along. See, this is why. This is why I can't deal with you. Like, you are a petty boots all the way. Like... <laughs> It's I, you complained about not having an outline. I gave you an outline. This is the I way I never we're complained going. about not having an outline. Anyway, um, I do think that the characters were they weren't as smart because Sabrina did a lot of suspicious things. Number one, 
um number two it's weird how her magical family just let her do whatever she wanted because i know my mother would not do that and i'm an adult if i live with my mother she's not gonna allow me to do things like certain things that sabrina would just casually do like is that a difference in culture adelaide no Like, no, no. If I had walked up to my mother and said, hey, and and let's take a really, like, really minor example of, hey, I just got my learner's permit at age 16. I'm going to go for a drive. She'd be like, no, no, not without supervision or not. No, you're not doing that on your own. No, you cannot do that. And so, no, that's not a that's not a culture thing, I don't think, at least. Also, don't appreciate that I tagged Adelaide in on that one. (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, though, I don't think they ever told her you could do whatever until, like, towards the end of the season where they were They never punish her either, though. They and that's don't. the thing. Yeah, but I wonder like, if it's, it's because part. this... I'm sorry, Adelaide, what were we saying? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, that's the worst part, the lack of punishment and consequences. <sighs> I don't think it's their job to punish her. I'm sorry. The one... I mean, I'm not angry with them. I'm sorry. The one that I'm angry with is the devil. And I will be angry with him... I was about to say to the day that I died, but... <laughs> Oh, the irony. The irony. Oh, can you make that one the quote? <laughs> but I was so angry because I'm like, she literally is defying you and telling you that you're going to do what she says and basically you're going to be her B. And I'm like, no, if it was me, I would have revoked all magic from her and her entire line and forced them to age up like they were doing and let her see that she killed off her family because she needed some real consequences. She was too far gone at that point to think that you're going to come to me, an all-powerful being, and think that you're going to tell me what to do. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. I really was sympathizing with the devil at this point. I was like, teenagers can be rough. And like, even on that note, even if it wasn't the devil, almost any like god would have done that. Any god would have been like, you know what? You're a little too uppity. You need to chill out, and and would have put her in her place. The devil was oddly lenient and oddly babysitter like for her. I mean, I think my major issue was that Sabrina kept complaining about the devil, but she never looked at other options. Because that, w- I, and I remember calling Michelle and screaming. She like, did though. No, she didn't she, take. She did not look at them seriously. No, she did. No, she didn't look at them seriously. But she threatened to go to the Catholic Church. It, when they, exactly, when that was wanted. a threat. That was my thing. Is this? If you do not like the options that you are being given from your church, then you find another church. It's that simple. I don't like what the Catholics are doing. Too much sitting, standing, kneeling. But True she story. didn't want another church, Jasmine. She wanted to change the ter- the church that she was indoctrinated in. Like so, true story. Like if you're Catholics, like if you're Catholic, you must exercise a lot because I could not do that. But why, Jasmine? Why does she have to find another church when everybody should just do what she wants? Like she obviously has like, the answer to all the problems in the world. Like, and that was my problem. Like, if you don't like what's happening here, go someplace else. But instead of even looking at another church, looking Hold at on. another option. Oh my God, Jasmine, Jasmine, come on, please, please say it. Say when she walked into that church, it was like, I volunteer. When she Ugh. pulled a cat, this. I'm sorry. I wanted her to die in that moment. Like, this. 
she pulled a Katniss Everdeen and got her card drawn. Did she not think that, oh my God, it was perfect. I love Zelda for that. She was like, you know what? You ain't gonna embarrass me in my church. You, I, I'm not even religious, okay? But she's like, you're not even gonna, I can understand her saying, you're not gonna embarrass me in my church. You gonna get up here today and you're gonna take this seriously. Whew. I just, on that note, I hated her for doing that. I hated how she would go in and disrupt these ceremonies. It'd be like, it, it, it's frankly, and I'm an atheist saying this, it'd be like me going in and screaming about how God doesn't exist in any certain church. And that's, that is not what any respectable human should be doing. Okay, well, let's move along to religious freedom since we're the, the outline is just worthless now. Um... I, I I think I've talked to both of you privately about how this show really just crapped all over religious freedom and Sabrina specifically because every everything that was it was a church ritual everything was a church ritual and every time there was a ritual in the church whether or not I personally believe in it I believe in your right to express your religion and Sabrina was constantly belittling them like this is a stupid religion this is a stupid custom this is horrible how can you participate Every time. Everything they did. And I'm not saying that I agree with the customs. What I'm saying is that she is constantly going... Like, let's talk about the Feast of Feasts, all right? Let's just skip there because that's probably the best example where she goes and she says, this is barbaric, this is awful, I can't believe that you would do this, yada, yada, yada. And she has a moment with prudence where... Uh, Harvey has like has a gun in his hand, and the familiar's dead. And Prudence says, "You have that much faith in the mortal boy that he wouldn't do this." And she said, "Yes." And she's like, "How is your faith in him any different than mine in a dark lord?" And she was right. I literally clapped. I said, "This is an example of good writing," because I literally was about to say that, and the character did it for me. Look. I think that you can write crappy characters. I really think you can write unlikable characters. I think anybody can do that. But if you're going to do it, you have to have other characters within that world calling them out on their crap. And that is what Prudence did in that moment. And I was, first of all, I got to give three snaps to Prudence. Because she, that entire episode of Feast of Feast, she was just laying bars on people, okay? When she went to... Um, what's it called? Uh, what, I want to say Riverdale. I know it's not Riverdale. Uh, when she went to the high school with Sabrina, the mortal in the mortal realm, and she was just talking to them, and she knew her history. Okay, she knew everybody's lineage. And when she came to Harvey, and he said, "Yeah, my family. Um, they went to this plot plot of land, the Von Conkles. Yeah, no Kinkles. He no, said they Kinkles. were the Von Conkles. I know. Okay. I." I, I He's like, the plot of land, you know, and something happened where they took it and they got rid of the people. And Sabrina S. is going to sit there and say, what do you mean they took it? What do you mean they got rid of them? Prudence was like, oh, you're a descendant of the Von Kronkles. Okay, so you, what he means is his family stole the land and murdered the people. They murdered witches and we're going to get retribution for that. I was like, I was living for her. So mm. much. Oh my God, I love so, her so much. this kind of felt like, now that you're re relaying it back to me again for the third time, because I totally watched this twice. 
it's very interesting because it felt like white history if we're being honest where he's like i don't really know what happened the people aren't here they're gone now but we get the land so everything is fine like oh my god i'm like on that note yeah that's exactly what that was and even hearing it the first time i was like wow you're just the little uneducated white boy that didn't pay attention or that paid attention to the history you wanted to hear and not the history that actually happened. Congratulations on your mind and blood money. Needless to say, I was I was with prudence on this one. <laughs> uh anything else, Michelle? Oh, about the religious freedom? Yes. Because that was uh, the topic at hand. <laughs> I know this was like let me look at let me look at the timestamps. Um <laughs> I guess, like, for me, like I said, I already gave my congrats to Prudence, but overall, Sabrina, like, the main issue that, I hate to say this, I, I'm really, the way that I look at organized religion is, I think, not as favorable as most, especially those who participate in it, and uh-huh. even though I, let me wrap myself in my Christian blanket really quickly, Michelle and yes, I unfortunately I can't do that, for, or he's in place, it's fine, don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. But what I was going to say was that it's, there's a lot of practices and a lot of beliefs that I don't agree with. There are a lot of things that I think um, overall doesn't benefit humanity as a whole, in fact, sets us back. But I also believe in freedom and liberty. I think that you have the right to make the choices that you make. And I feel like you have the right to all the consequences that follows. And I wish Sabrina had more of that type of outlook when navigating that world instead of thinking that it was okay for her to try to change the religion or to try to change the people. I think her decision should have been whether or not she wanted to accept the religion or the people or move on. Um, I agree entirely. I feel like one of the main things... Uh, with the way that was set up um, was that she had this um, she had this mentality that like it wasn't it wasn't even that she wasn't willing to accept it the storyline wasn't willing to give her the consequences associated with it. Okay, well since Michelle's not gonna say it, Michelle also had a moment when we were looking. Oh, I didn't see it until just now. <laughs> but go ahead, Jess. You were talking to me, and I'm like, I don't know what that's about. Like, when we were watching this, Michelle was like, um, Sabrina's basically a missionary. <laughs> like, she's going there trying to push her beliefs on someone else who doesn't believe this, and then condemning them for not believing what she believes. I mean, that's not wrong. Like, uh, um, again, I'm still in my Christian blanket. Do not come for me. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, I'm very fond of religious freedom. I think that as a Christian, it's um, it's a responsibility as a religious person. Let me not say that. As someone who has beliefs that are not necessarily tangible, I think that it is my responsibility to protect yours as well as mine. Because who am I to say that, oh, the Church of Satan is wrong and I don't, like, I, just because I don't believe what they believe, they shouldn't be able to worship. Okay, quick question. I know this is off topic, but how does that work when it comes to cults? Well, 
<laughs> I think you're just answering the question. <laughs> they want to voice their opinion too. I know. Um, Mich- um, Michelle, Adelaide, and I have had conversations about cults before. Um, I think that there is a line between a cult and a religion. Some religions are cults; they often overlap. I, What's the line for me personally, or? Because I don't, I mean, uh, I just, I'm going to say it. I don't think there is a line. I think they're both the same. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we're being honest. It's just some are more believed than others. So I think that's the major difference is the amount of people that believe it. I want to say that the major difference for me is how much the higher ranking members of it prey on the, the incoming members and how much they're getting out of it, how much they're getting out of the newer members and what, what, like the difference for me is, um, are they using it to benefit them or are they using it to benefit themselves? And while I think that still doesn't clear the line up, that right. still says, yeah, like, yeah like, it doesn't clear it, but it of... does like, it's, there's still a lot of overlap, but I think to some extent that does like, I'm thinking specifically of my, of my Catholic university. So hmm. let us know in the comments what you guys think. Um, so let's move right along. Cause I feel like we've been on this for a while. And let's talk about Ambrose's love life. So, one, Ambrose was in an orgy with Prudence. And he is also dating... I am about to veto this. Get out of here. What? We're going to dedicate a whole segment to his love life. Goodbye, ma'am. <laughs> what? what next, you... next. Really? I was about to type this up. I was like, <laughs> no, no. Move on. But his the relationship with Luke is a major plot point. It's not. It is. His it's relationship, not even a deep his, plot. No, his relationship with Luke gets him out of the house. His relationship with Luke it, it the, gets him it gets him his prison sentence a lesson. That's about. Oh, it. do you want to have a conversation about that? Sure. Okay. So as we were watching, this was Michelle's opinion, so I will let you give it. Um, but we were watching. We saw Ambrose in his situation, and then Michelle said. I don't remember. Gosh darn it. It was literally last night. I was drinking night. yesterday. Oh, you were drinking yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I couldn't drink because she put peach in it. So thank you. She's uh, not allergic to peaches, everybody. I just don't like them. Agreed. You cannot thank kill you me finally. with peaches. Somebody else agrees with me on peaches. <laughs> you guys are petty. Peaches um, are delicious. Anyway, let's not dedicate a whole segment to peaches, please. <laughs> Um, Ambrose, uh, Michelle said, you know, it's very interesting that Ambrose is basically, uh, an indentured servant. Um, did you catch yeah. that, Adam? Adelaide, did you catch the fact that Ambrose is basically an indentured servant by the end of the series? I did, and it actually, like, mm. It creeped me out a little bit, and I don't know. There, there's more stuff I want to talk about when it comes to the end of the series, and I feel like Ambrose is deeply connected to that, and I don't want to jump too far ahead. So, yes, I caught that, and it bothered me a little bit, but I don't want to go too far out. Just so not only argue against you because her mic is acting up. So, Adelaide, skip. Skip all you like. <laughs> it's, it's no! Okay. Fight the urge, Adelaide. <laughs> But like when uh, what's his name the priest I don't I have no idea oh Father, I literally Father have Faust. a character thank you 
Faustus. 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 Yeah. Uh, oh, hush. Sorry. <laughs> well, when, uh, I'm about to say Brother Faustus. Oh, goodness. Mm. Father Faustus said, um, yeah, I, I appreciate you not being a snitch. So um, I'm going to have you work for me. But I can't, I can't give you freedom. So what we're going to do is you'll just work for me for an extended period of time. And eventually, I'll set you free. It's not paid or anything, but the promise of freedom down the line should be enough for you. And also a new work area, right? And I was like, really? And of course, he jumped on it because he was like trapped in the house for 65 years. So of course, he's going to jump on it. But I'm like, this is a terrible deal. This really is. He should have just granted him his freedom. He had no reason not to. My first question would be, why can't you just give me my freedom? And I know that sounds very Sabrina. The council is the one that That did it. Yeah, but I want like he's not good. I know he's not, but I'm saying I wish Ambrose would have questioned him so he can get a real answer because I felt like the audience needed a real answer. At least I did because that answer is that he gave was just like I I can't lessen it. Why? You're the high priestess. I mean, the I thought high priestess. You're the high priest. Okay. The last high priest sentenced me. Why can't you unsentence me? I don't understand why. I don't understand how that works. What council is there? They haven't mentioned a council. Uh, the one that they haven't mentioned that is subtly in the background making things happen. No, no, you can't bring in lore from other Sabrina projects. No, they just show them, like, just in passing, but it's not, like, significant. Yeah, I was right. This wasn't lore. Adelaide knew. Okay, just know that I'm raising my eyebrow at both of you because I don't believe this. Well, you also skipped a lot, so... You were there watching me skip. You were supposed to fill me in. Um, they were in the background of, like, a half a scene. Yeah, it was really quick. They were there. It was just, like, very, very brief. And it's very, it's like a, an obvious, oh, these people are important, but we're not going to talk about them. We're going to move to the characters we're paying. Um, so, I kind of feel like this outline is out the window because we're not getting it done in ten minutes. And I don't want to dedicate another half hour to the show. So, um... The Feast of Feasts, we already mentioned that. Batty Bats uh, was trapped inside of a uh, Aquanon configuration. Yes, thank you for talking about this. This was a really important moment for all of them. Yeah, that's why I'm... I'm okay. Um, I was each, congratulating you. Thank each you. of them has different visions. Um, we're going to talk about those really quickly. Him, I say this to the very long-winded one among us. Uh, I will try to be as swift as possible. Um, Hilda's vision was to get away from her sister because they were sewn together, or her nightmare. Uh, Zelda's was that she killed her sister permanently after she, uh, she got the Dark Lord's approval and Zelda was like not as loved. Ambrose's was that he died alone, no one loves him, and his heart was bitter. Uh, Sabrina's was that her mortals didn't love her. What were your thoughts on these visions, guys? I'll start with Adelaide. <laughs> um, okay. I didn't care much for... Okay, as fast as I can make it. Um, they were all very, very interesting. I didn't care about Sabrina's that much because that's the entire plot of the series. So, fleh, you're boring. Go away, Sabrina. Um, but Hilda's and Zelda's and Ambrose's were by far the most interesting and the most relatable. Sabrina's was just boring. 
Michelle, go. Okay, so I really, really... Uh, okay, all of it was interesting for everything that you said. Whatever. The one thing that irritated me was, once again, even in her nightmares, her biggest fear are the mortals rejecting her. She cares nothing, nothing about anybody who is a witch descendant, not even her own flesh and blood. She cares nothing about them. And it irritated the mess out of me because if you can't, if you don't love them that much, why don't you live with your freaking mortals at this point? Because it is ridiculous how much she will bend over backwards and is willing to sacrifice everybody and everything in the entire witch's realm for one mortal. It's so freaking ridiculous. Just go. Just go at this point. That's how I felt. Um, I was exhausted, if we're being honest. Like, I, I would have to agree with Michelle. I, I specifically was drawn to Ambrose's. Like, the sadness that he felt. And it was so relatable. Ambrose might as well have been a millennial. Like, you're trapped in the house because you're broke as a millennial. Mm. Ambrose is a pansexual like, living at home and uh, with his aunts. Yes, he is definitely a millennial. Is it? Is he at home with his aunts? Yeah, we were very confused about his who Ambrose actually cousin? is, who he's related to. Because like, he keeps calling Sabrina cousin, and he calls Hilda and Zelda auntie. So is he related to the brother? Is he actually Sabrina's older brother? Or is there another sibling that we don't know about? Because in this episode that we're talking about with Batty Bat, um, Hilda said, not Hilda, Zelda says to Hilda's dead body, she's my only sister. So there's that. So I'm like, okay, they don't have another sister. The only brother that we knew of was, was it Eric? Aaron? Uh, and um, you literally Jennifer, have characters James. at the top. Edward, his name is Edward. Oh, it was one of them. So... It was Edward. Like, come on. Like, who is he related to? And then at the end when she kidnaps the baby, I'm like, did you kidnap Ambrose? Really? You really just got, you really just skipped that? <laughs> wow. All right. I'm just saying, if we're speaking about Ambrose, where did he come from? He, I mean, at first I thought he was one of the um, the sister's kids. But then when he called them both aunts, I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So, is he like this must be the other sister that i know like at least in the sabrina show i think they had a sister that always lived in paris or something like that i was like maybe that's her kid and then when she was like oh we have no other siblings i'm like oh okay so is he the son of edward like one of the illegitimate children the very like apparently it's normal for them to have illegitimate kids in this world that's highly religious so i'm like is that the case like, what happened? Did you kidnap him? Who are you, Ambrose? Where did they take you from? Are you safe? That's how I felt. Well, no, he's not really safe. He's Sabrina, if we're being honest. But did you have this um, issue, Adelaide, or did you not notice it? Um, I did notice it. I wondered who he was related to and how he got there. And I think part of me was willing to write it off a little bit, especially in the um, the end of, can I go this far ahead? It's the solstice stuff. No, right. no more skipping. Fine, but yeah, there, there's a thing said there that I was like, okay, cool. Come, come on, Jasmine, come on. No, yeah, you're not it. letting come me. On. Like, you asked the opinion, she I can't make this Okay, contact. fine, fine. Bully me into it. <laughs> Do whatever. This show is off the rails anyway. Um, let me see if the names on top of the outline real quick. But they mentioned something about sending the. the there was a 
there's a little there was someone else I could send the baby to and I thought okay well maybe that was part of the thing that you just have that Drew Melda that yeah. was the woman in the forest no was that the one pretty sure Okay, yeah, close. Right, yeah, because sure. that's who that was the spirit that was, was she a spirit or was she a witch? She was a, she witch, was a witch who witch. ran away from her uh her crown in the Queen of Feasts. No, I thought she was a demon. I don't even remember. Uh, I know that there was they made a statement somewhere that said something like, "Oh, it's just another spellman that came in," and I'm like, "All right, you know, apparently this is a thing you guys do." Right, right. That's what she said, and that put me on the track of, "Did you steal him from someone?" Because apparently you're, it was very easy for her to come up with that excuse. So I'm like, did you use it before? Like, I, I need, I want to know who Ambrose is. I really do. Because he literally has the exact same story as Salem, except for he's not a cat. Like, Salem was trapped in the house. He was cursed for doing some radical crap. Like, what is he? Are you guys planning on turning him into Salem? I don't understand what is going on? And Salem was a spellman too, like an uncle or something. Oh, she was a spellman. Desmelda was a spellman. Uh, they okay. A Desmelda spellman, and that's who I wondered if that was because it's brought up, but I couldn't remember her name, and I had to go Google it. Um, and that's who's addressed at the in in the solstice one. Well, she's not their sister. I don't know who she is. Like, I don't know if that's a, another cousin, an auntie, or whatever. But my, like I said, please figure out what's going on with um, Ambrose because I really feel like they're going to turn him into Salem. Like, it's too much stuff that's lining up here. Too much. Okay, well, let's move right along to the, hold on, next the ritual. Um, Agatha and Dorcas perform a ritual, and they attempt to kill Harvey and his brother. Um, and any they attempt to kill Harvey and his brother. They ultimately succeed at killing um his brother Tommy, along with four other mortals in the mine. This is where the cunning kicks in, and the magical Negro goes to Sabrina with this information. What were your thoughts? Um, I'll start with you, Michelle. What were my thoughts about what? What were your thoughts on their attempt to kill him? And like, the... I was okay with it, blood for blood. What do you mean? <laughs> At this point, I cared um, nothing don't take about that out of context, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> disclaimer: we don't want you to hurt anyone, nor do we want anyone to be hurt. We think uh... <laughs> that you should resolve your issues in as peaceful a way as possible. Sure, I said within this context, blood for blood. Okay, your family de- decimated mine. Okay. I don't know, like, within this realm, yes. I'm like, whatever. You know what their policy is. Right now, it's ride or die for the witches. I'm like, as much as I hate Sabrina, I gotta side with them. So go ahead, do what you gotta do. Like, get your revenge. Oh, well, it's not like I was that attached to Harvey that I would have been heartbroken if he died. So, that's how I felt. Adelaide? I mean... All of this is Sabrina's fault anyway. So finally we're having some form of consequence. So at this point I was just like, finally. Sabrina is getting some kind of karmic justice. Just about time. Even if it meant killing off her boyfriend. Oh, so now you're fine with the... Hold on. Now you're fine with the love interest dying for the development of a character, Adelaide? Oh, no, no, no. Don't you do that. I am asking a question. Is this a supernatural it thing? It is, yes, because they kill off women all the time for the development of the guy characters. 
So yeah, I am okay with it because for once it can flip. We can flip the switch on this. Yes, for once. I would say it's understandable considering how much everyone hates the main character. We need something to happen to make her better. Why not sacrifice Harvey? And it didn't do anything. Wow. I'm sorry. She's a crappy person. Mm. And the fact that she knew. All right. Do you want me to finish what I'm saying? Please, please. I'm trying not to roll my eyes. So, Sabrina goes through and um, she puts a protect spell on Harvey and that's the only reason he got out. Everyone else is dead. Uh, she tells I love how Harvey was like, yeah, uh, the only reason I survived was for my brother. And mm-hmm. He did say that. <laughs> did you like that line, Adelaide? Yes, I, I appreciated it. He's like the. She was like, you must have had someone looking out for me. Yep, that's Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Damn right. He told me to... <laughs> He told me to run. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, uh, where was I? Um, Sabrina. Sabrina decides that she's gonna resurrect um Tommy. She uses Dorcas as um as the soul. In exchange, this pissed me off. Uh, yeah. they use a cane pit in the cemetery to bring her back to life. Um, my problem is Sabrina murder people without care, like, and we're not talking about Sabrina's a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus. She's here. a sociopath for Harvey, it doesn't matter. She's a sociopath for her love interest, so he just happens to be that love interest at the moment. Didn't care about like I was my problem was that she was fine with murder and no one was talking about that like that would have been you've killed someone like you killed someone and you are just sleeping at night going about your life because her response is well I brought her back she only died for 13 minutes it wasn't even that long you still killed her yeah she had no problem slitting her throat she had no problem doing all that and I think that's where that was because she had no hesitation there and I was that was where that was startling for me because Sabrina, like, her, she makes this huge point about being better than the witches, about how, oh, they kill people so so willingly. They're so willing to Life kill. is and sacred. She literally said that to Pr- Prudent. Life is sacred. And Why yet, throw it away? Theirs. So, oh, and then so she, so, what, so but I don't understand why you guys are so shocked, though. Honestly, I don't get it because she literally tried to strangle them to death for harrowing her or whatever. It wasn't like she went to try to figure out a, a solution that would punish them without killing them. Technically, response, she didn't do that. The ghost did that. But she didn't, like, look at them and say, what are you doing? Stop. She didn't hesitate. She just followed through with the plan of la- watching them strangle to death. So I'm not surprised at all at this development. What irritated me is a hypocrisy. I really don't like hypocrites. She's a major one. Um, she murdered that girl, and not only did she murder her, she had no remorse for the consequences that followed after. None. Because the only person that she had on her mind was Harvey. And to me, I don't understand how no one's calling her out for her crazy. She's that crazy freaking girlfriend that will slaughter everybody around you because she thought it would make you happy. What is that? Is that a yandere? I don't. I don't Future know. Future Diaries. Watch that anime. We might be doing something. Yeah, on that. Future Diary. We're, I feel like we're totally doing something on that. Yo. I mean, now you have to. So, well done on that. 
Oh, have you seen it? I have not, but I will now. Oh, well, don't watch it until we do a podcast on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Check check us out for a future Diaries podcast. Oh, I'm supposed to be talking now. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, my my that was my issue. But let's jump back to heroin, where Sabrina was getting bullied by the girls. Basically, she was in a sorority and didn't realize she was pledging, and they were doing mean things to her. Uh, apparently, they accidentally killed people while they were being heralded, uh, and the ghosts were just there lingering. Because they had no place else to go. Um, and they decided to take Sabrina's side because she was nice to them. Thoughts? I didn't care. Let her be bullied. I, I don't condone bullying in real life, but for Sabrina, she has no other consequence to anything. Maybe this was cosmic karma. I don't know. See, for me, it was, it was too early in the series for me to be like yes i'm wanting i want sabrina to go down hard I, so at this point i was like i was annoyed with her but and i wasn't quite on her side but i was on the side of the ghost does that make sense like i didn't care about her but i cared about their revenge mm, but these weren't the people who herald and killed them so it wasn't really this was just this passing on pain and trauma that's all this was all right then like i, say, I mean i get your point but it, it's not it's not valid in the scenario. All right. Well, had it been, then that would have been it. But ultimately, I didn't care much about it. I think on the note of the harrowing, though, there was one scene where they make this huge deal about familiars not being allowed, and she's trapped in the room, and Salem goes running to her. I think, like, at that point, it would have been like, wow, okay, you're too weak. Get out. Can I, Can we talk about Salem? Or are we still going to talk about harrowing? Uh, no, I was ending harrowing. We can talk. I don't have that much to say about Salem, though, so. Okay. I, I want... Okay, so, Adelie, I know you like Salem. I can't stand them. I cannot stand Salem. I don't know why they have Salem in us if they're not going to make him Salem. Like, at least make him talk. Like, if... I, I don't get this whole half-assing crap that they're doing with Ambrose and Salem. Mush them together well, now this and let that be it. an expensive, explicit warning since we cursed. <laughs> I cursed multiple times yeah, throughout this I already. Yeah, I do too. I haven't in this one yet, but, like, I am very bad at it. The, I know I dropped ass like four times. Ass, Not in ass, a... ass, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to continue that, Jess? Or uh, Michelle? Okay, <laughs> well, all right then. Um, uh, in response to the Salem point, um, I know that the reason they couldn't do much with Salem was because the actress who plays Sabrina is allergic to cats. And they found that out the fun way after they got Salem involved. Okay, well, she could have just took a shot and kept it pushing. What are we could doing? we not have replaced her? Like, cause See, I mean, that honestly, yeah, that should have been a that should have been a, a like a selling point. Like, you know what? You can't be allergic to cats if you're gonna play Sabrina the Teenage Witch, who has a familiar named Salem, who's a cat. Like that, it, it doesn't. Mean, what did she think it was gonna be a damn puppet this time around? A creepy puppet. I hope not. <sighs> like it was CG, you. wasn't it? No, no, it was a puppet. Well, no, then why didn't they just leave him as the CG shadow thing? I'd rather have the cat. That well, thing was kind of No, weird. but I'm saying she's allergic to cats, so it would make more sense to have her talking to the shadow. Because the shadow could talk. At the very least, we could understand the shadow. Yeah, instead of this whole magical thing where she's talking to him and knows his... Everybody understands him but us. Like, come on now... 
And Salem was funny. I he had lots of great Salem. jokes. I, I wish that the actor had come back for him, and I wish we could have had his voice. I wish we could have had Salem. Uh, not necessarily as we knew him, but at least, like, one with more agency and one with more presence. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that she was allergic to cats. Once again, they decided to get around Salem with Ambrose. And if Ambrose came out of her having allergies, then so be it. I don't know. I don't mind Salem. Let me just throw it out there. I don't like this Salem. He was basically worthless. Like, he helped occasionally. But he's basically my cat, if we're being honest. Like, he'll come and wake me up. He'll come, like, hey, get up. There's a thing happening. Cool. Hey, Sammy, go someplace else. My my cat wouldn't come to my aid like that. Like, I have several of them, and none of them are going to come help me. If anything, if they hear me in trouble, they're going to come watch and laugh at me. So, I don't know. I love them all. What kind of cats do you have that are just laughing in the corner? Like, (laughs) all of them are jerks. All of them. They're wonderful little princesses, but they're jerks. Me and Jasmine were fighting. Well, not real fighting, but play fighting. And the only... Like, I have a couple of dogs. But the only dog that came out was Shadow, and he just looked to see what was happening, and then that was it. He did not try to intervene. He didn't try to help me. So, I guess, like, you got some good going there, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move right. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Because I'm about to end this with the last uh, episode of the season. Uh, pff, trying to think. Oh, what about oh you said the last episode of the season? Yeah. Are you talking about the um the Christmas episode? No, that's not, that's a separate unrelated episode. Oh, okay. It's a standalone. So, anything uh, else from this season that you guys cared about that you wanted to mention? <laughs> that's pressure. Okay, well, hang on. What about the high, the high priest and Zelda's relationship? Oh yeah, Zelda was banging out the high priest behind his Yo. wife. Well, well, she was acting as the midwife or the wife. Yeah, but what was hilarious to me is that she could not read the signs. Like when she first, like when he first um came to her and was like, "Yeah, girl, my um my wife, she not even doing it like she was before. You know, I haven't had sex in like a month or two ever since like this whole thing happened with the pregnancy. I'm out here. A woman should never deny her husband, you know, passionate love. She's like, "You're right. I'm gonna be there for you." And then when she took him to, I guess, go have sex with him. It was like a subtle smirk on his face, like of happiness. Then she was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy. Everything's great." I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh." I see. I see. He ain't call you. He ain't, you know, summon you. None of that stuff happened. Finally, they meet up again, and she's like, "Priest, oh hi, priest. I I need to talk with you alone." And the look on his face was like, "Please." Leave me alone. You were a one and done. This was not meant to be reoccurring. Oh my God, you got addicted. You got addicted and I don't got time for this. Oh, I loved it. I, I did, just That was so good to me. It, I don't know why. It was hilarious. It was hilarious to me. Adelie, your thoughts? I mean, I hated Father Black. Is it Blackwood? Uh, I hate it. Again, I literally have it at the top of the outline. Okay, but my other, my, I'm looking at it on my iPad and the iPad fell asleep. It's not my fault on that one. Um, but yeah, Father Blackwood, I hated him. So like the minute he said the, the whole thing of a, uh, a wife should never deny her husband. And I'm like, you know what? 
just just leave before I like rip pieces yeah. off of you and feed them to you. So I was yeah, so bad. Michelle at it. and I had a conversation about that I and was about not spousal mad. rape. Like we had a I was not mad. conversation about that. Wait, wait, let me clarify because you said spousal rape while I said I wasn't mad. Uh-oh. Listen, <laughs> okay, I was not mad about this whole scenario mainly because this I don't know I just felt like this was so ridiculous because like it was so many um weird things in this show that was happening like for instance the whole spousal thing like Jasmine's about to say I'm like shouldn't you guys like not believe in this or something like I don't know you guys are the opposite of everything that is in like the church and it doesn't like the church to believe that you can't rape your spouse or something at least they did believe that so shouldn't you guys then believe that you could like I don't know it just felt really weird to me, like, that they didn't go opposite. But I just, like, okay, I'll ride with it. But the reason why I found, like, this whole thing funny was from Zelda's standpoint was that I think that she was so... What's the word I'm looking for? I guess thirsty. thirsty. Huh? We said the same thing. Oh, yeah. She was so thirsty because she really wants to be... I guess, loved by the higher ups within the dark church. Like her biggest nightmare was not only uh, Hilda just dying permanently and she being alone. It was that the devil thought that Hilda's food was better than hers. Like, really? Are you really that petty? I don't know. I just, like I said, it was, the whole thing is just weird. Also, I don't understand why they keep calling him the false god Instead of just calling him God. And the reason why I, I don't understand is because if everything is like the dark, I don't know, like the dark um, baptism, oh, have an unholy day or whatever. If you are that opposite, why don't you just think the word God is just like a negative word? It's the same as like, I don't know, people think the devil is a bad word. Why not just think God is like, a word that you need to spit, a word that you have to spit after every time you say it. I just don't get it. Anybody want to jump in here? Let us know in the comments what your thoughts are. Did you want to take a stab at it, Adelaide? No, I mean, I agree. And I just felt that the um, the emphasis on their their language with, you know, the unholy church, the the dark, the church of the night, and I, you know, hail Satan frequently used. At that point, I was like, it felt corny after a while, and I was just like, you know, this is this is excessive. Most people don't even use, don't even say have a holy day or have a like. Most people don't say this all the time. Okay, uh, I don't right. know. People say thank God a lot, huh? I say people say thank God a lot. Yeah, but well, that's ingratiated in the system, but. I mean, wouldn't it be the same for their system? If they're in the witches' realm and that's the only realm they really know since they don't associate it with mortals? I don't think so. I think it would be like living in a foreign country. You adapt their customs because you have to? No, they don't. It's like literally two different worlds. They're not on the same plane of existence. Yes, they have to interact with them. They don't have to. Don't the Spellmans choose to. The rest of them don't. Huh. Uh, anything else you want to say about that before I move on? Great. So, in the last episode, um, Madam Satan has sacrificed a student at the hanging tree. And she conjures up the 13 witches of Greendale, 
which is who was sacrificed by the coven and hung by mortals centuries earlier. The 13 summoned the angel. This was a lot of summoning in this episode. The 13 summoned the angel of red death. And, and they sent Ambrose to warn everyone. To protect the mortals, the spellmans spell conjure up a tornado for them to congregate in the, con- in the storm cellar of Baxter High. They cast a protection spell, but Ambrose and Zella are summoned to the academy. Man of Satan takes uh, Sabrina into the woods to convince her to sign the Book of the Beast and gain power to defeat them. Sabrina unleashes Hellfire because she has to be one of the four most powerful witches ever to summon fire. How sway? Because it her doesn't father make sense. did it. Her father did it, so she can too. It doesn't make sense. She's a half witch, okay? I'm trying not to use like halfling and stuff like that. She's a half witch, half mortal. This has been the thing that they talked about all this time and also about how she's weaker than everyone because she is a half witch. How does she magically, I know it's a magic show, but how does she magically be able to be one of the most powerful witches off a jump? She didn't do anything to earn that power. That's something that really irritated me. And also her name dropping her father so much, even though she cares nothing about him and has only asked about her mother and her mother's family and her mother's background and everything about her mother and the mortals and never once asked about her father. Never. Except for feeling that he somehow betrayed her. Somebody who he didn't even know. But okay. Uh, where was I? Since I was just jumped in. Hellfire. Um, okay. So she unleashes the hellfire and burns the souls of the 13. During the event, Lady Beth Wood dies while she gives birth and Zelda lies to Father Blackwood claiming that the largest twin consumed the other when in reality the first one was a girl. Man of Satan reveals her plan of becoming the queen of hell to Hawthorne before she kills him and her familiar. Uh, okay. So then I also remember something that I forgot that we have to go back to now. Gosh darn it. Um, but as far as the end, I did not care sabrina like and they sold this change in sabrina and she's supposed to be all sad or whatever because now she doesn't get to hang out with her mortal friends or whatever i don't care like this was stupid and if you you dragged me through 11 or 10 episodes just to have her sign this stupid book like how dare you how dare you do that to me Adelaide, what were your thoughts? That's exactly where I was at the end of this. The I was so mad that they put us through ten episodes of this only to have her end up signing it in the end. And I, I'm on the same page as Michelle too, where she said that this, like Sabrina's half mortal, half witch, and the whole point is suddenly that she is the chosen one. She is more powerful than any of the other witches, and it's just. Why? Explain why to me when she is half-mortal. Why is that the case? And I know you didn't fully bring this up, but there's some there's some hinted um, patriarchy coming in at the end with Father Blackwood, isn't there? Am I reading that wrong? Something about... Oh, no. No, they're making a boys' yeah. club because the black... The, the, first of all, you like... This is my issue, okay? He is very much... A heterosexual man, okay? And if you are completely eliminating women who want you because of your authority, 
what who are you banging because your wife is dead like and also zelda stole his daughter so what is he gonna do when he finds that out i don't know and i that's part of the reason i'm kind of mad about the end of the solstice thing but like we're not covering that i guess so no no we're gonna cover it that's why we have like 10 minutes like i'm trying to get this done now even though i said i didn't want to do that this season was long and stupid and i hated it i hated everyone who requested this so she hates no one michelle what were your thoughts what on the hanging tree and sabrina and all of that jazz all right i don't care i don't um i don't okay cool let's go back one step and talk about how sabrina made harvey kill his brother because she brought his him back and she it was not complete oh i definitely can say something about that okay so my issue with this whole situation with um not even that okay so we know that harvey is a descendant of witch hunters right Sabrina's whole time throughout this season, it's been like, Harvey's different from his family. He shouldn't have to pay for that. Right. Then, because of all the crap that she did for Harvey, she really set him on the path of being not a witch hunter yet, but I can see that he's going to have, he has an aversion to witches at this point. He doesn't like them. He doesn't like magic. He doesn't want anything that's magical around him. Now, it'll be interesting to me if later on in, like, next season, which is coming back in August, if they, um, if Harvey goes down the path of being a witch hunter. Because I can see them doing that, and I would be okay with that if he became an antagonist. It's, I don't know. I, I, I would prefer him actually have something to do instead of always being a pawn that's being pushed and pulled because of Sabrina's actions. Yeah, I I mean, I completely agree with that. I think that I would love to see a bad Harvey. (laughs) Hashtag bad Dean. Um, I would love to see a villain who is like, you know what, screw this. Maybe you're okay. Maybe I have love for you. But that's it. I have nothing else for anyone else. Get out of my face. What are your thoughts, Adelaide? I would love that. That would bring some much-needed tension between her and the the human world because that's too much of a safety net for her right now. I don't even know if safety net's the real issue, if the real word here. She she's too attached to it, and that would give her something to sort of sever that attachment and really push her into the the magical world. And not even like I don't know if even that's what I want, but I just want her to stop like teetering on either on either side, like using both as she sees fit. I want her to I want her to pick, darn it. While she uses both, she honestly only respects one. And she only loves one. And I don't understand how that's possible when she was raised as a witch. Even though she went to more schools, she was raised in a witch's household. So how is it that you don't like witches? I don't understand how that works. It's weird to me. Um, I don't care. I'm over it now. Let's talk about Winter Solstice. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on? Anything else about the season? Anything that you cared about? Wait, wait. And you reminded me of something that I thought was funny. When those, uh, what's it called? The 13 ghosts? Mm-hmm. 
came and was about to kill everybody. And what's her name, Lil Susie? Yeah. I don't know what her name is. It was Susie. It was actually Susie. Oh, okay. Uh, she was like, hey, I'm the daughter of so-and-so, great-granddaughter, so-and-so Putnam. And who was set up there and... Dorothea Putnam, over... who was also in my oh. character list. I would have a Dorothy, Dorothea Putnam, who brought you over and saved you from religious persecution, who cut you down from the hanging tree. You will not attack my friends. I was like, are you serious? That whole thing, only thing that would do is make me not kill you because you are a descendant of the person who saved me. And out of respect for them, I won't hurt you. That same respect does not go to your friends. You are not Dorothea. It doesn't work that way. And that's even if I decided to let the respect for Dorothea even get to you. <sighs> okay, sorry. Adelaide, your thoughts? I mean, I we didn't really talk much about Susie. I actually kind of liked Susie. Um, and ultimately that was why at the Susie end. Susie was a thief and a liar and I didn't like Susie. So that's why we didn't talk about All Susie. Right, fair. Um, I just liked her because she finally feel she free to like talk about her so. needed at the end there, and um, mm. uh, so I I liked that scene, but at the same time like, yeah, that's not gonna good for you for finally having the nerve to stand up to somebody, but you know that like good timing I guess, but let's no, why not make it the jocks who are constantly yes. like feeling you up and yeah, right. it needed to be the jocks that that was not the target that was not the primary target that was the target immediately then, but no, it needed to let like. Hopefully your character development's gonna keep that, but I don't I don't expect it to. Okay, okay let's have we... a conversation about the jacks real quickly. Wait, 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 before we do that, like since we're talking about Susie Okay, I'm confused and I don't know if we're supposed to be confused or and be in the same mindset as Susie, but is Susie like transgendered? Yeah, if they, they it felt very yeah, transgendered. At least I as far as I understand, yeah, Susie's supposed to be transgendered and that's that's why the jocks are doing that. Okay, because I was like, that makes sense why they, not the, um, but everyone keeps calling her a boy and she'd be like, yeah, that's cool. But my other problem with Susie in particular is that she keeps saying that she's not an abomination and all these things, right? But I was like, who made you feel like that? And now that I think about maybe the jocks did, but I'm like, your entire family was very accepting of you. I don't, and so are your friends. Like, was she always friends with them or is this late? No, she was because Sabrina and them used to hang out when they were kids. So I don't understand why she didn't have the, I don't know, the foundation from her family and friends like there in order to allow her to stand up for herself when she was being bullied for being who she is. Does that make sense? Anybody want to comment? I mean, yeah, it does, but... It... I, I don't know, if we're being honest. I didn't like Susie. I didn't care about Susie. Her whole storyline bothered me. And the fact that she ended up being a attempted thief and didn't even apologize. Even why she tried to steal that. That doesn't even make any sense. You could have just asked. And like, you're in that small town. You know for a fact that they always give stuff away. Not only that, they would know you. They know she sure. knew you. So if you're going to, like... It, it bothered me so and don't think that we're picking on cz because we also didn't talk about cz's friend who had the cunning the magical negro no yeah like so. we lumped her in with all of the magical negroes basically all of the sidekicks are the same yes like thoughts adelaide 
I mean, yeah, I agree. I just felt that the only, I don't know, Susie was for me one of the more interesting sidekicks, but at the same time, that's like low bar. Oh, well, feel free to talk about Susie if you want. Go. Susie champion. No, 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 no. We can continue with the other stuff. That was pretty much <laughs> it, especially since like there's more stuff about Susie in the solstice if we even get that far. Yeah, yeah, we're about to. I'm like trying to rush this now because I got to go to sleep because I am the old person. So, anything else about this season that you want to talk about before we get to the solstice? Great. Um, we, in passing, mentioned the boys club that he's trying to make. Um, oh, we didn't mention Wait, the- you didn't talk about the jocks like you wanted to. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, it was very interesting that the jocks were constantly picking on Susie specifically. Like, it, I don't remember them ever picking on anyone else. And it was right. What bothered me the most was that it was like a sexual harassment thing that no one took seriously. Oh my god! I'm so glad you mentioned that because I completely forgot about it. Because I watched the first half of the season, not first half, but the first couple of episodes, like when it first came out, and then I just didn't watch it since. I could not understand. I was like, "This is the weirdest school I've ever seen." How many sexual assault cases happens in your damn school that you guys are just sweeping under the bus? I do not get it. Like, they literally smacked the girl around. They lifted up her shirt, exposed her breasts. They did a lot of stuff. And then on top of that, uh, you guys had a sexist club. I was like, are you serious? How, like, all this happened in one week at one school? It, like, under one principal? I don't know. This is, like, the weirdest thing I've ever, ever seen. I was like, this is too much for me. It really was. This is like too too many coincidences. I don't know. If anybody, I don't know, maybe this happens a lot. Like, I went to an all-girls school. Um, so I, I hope was, this doesn't happen a lot. What kind of? <laughs> I didn't say I hope it happened a lot. I said maybe this happens a lot. And I'm just out of touch because I went to an all-girls school. Adelaide, that's what, did you go to a unisex uh, school? Yes. Did this happen in your school? Um, Not to this extent, but yes, and yes, the boys got away with it. And also, this let us is, know in the comments if you had a similar. And experience. also, this one of the things that I didn't bring up with this series is that isn't it set like 1960s? No, sure. Ooh, this it's present day. day. Sure, because yeah, like, is at I, the entire time I was thinking this has to be 1960s. So, no, this was present no. day. Mm-hmm. They had cell phones, no. didn't they? Yeah, Where? yes, they did. Ambrose was like he didn't call me. He didn't like. He had a cell phone. I gave him my cell number. Okay, if that was the yeah. only time that was referenced, then I missed that because I remember very early on thinking, "What freaking year is this?" Anything else you guys want to talk about about this season so that we can get people out of here? Because this is way longer than our normal podcast. I'm honestly starting to think that this should have been broken up in like two to three podcasts. Well, I mean, you can always break it up. No. I mean, like, for us to discuss it, because we're skipping a lot of stuff. Mm, I don't want to do this again. We're not. I'm not. I rebuke you, Satan. Oh, no, 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 no. It's too late now. I'm saying when we... I didn't know we were going to talk about the whole season like this this thoroughly. If that was the case, I would have suggested breaking it up, because it's a lot to go through. Mm. Well, we're almost done. Um... Because most of the stuff was boring, if we're being super, super honest. Uh, we talked about Tommy being killed. Only the stuff related to Sabrina was boring. 
Um, in oh, we didn't talk about Nick, her love interest. Gosh darn it. Um, thoughts on her love in her other love interest. Well, not other love interest. Nick liked her. She didn't like Nick. Nick wanted to bang her. Like he even Skip. he was even willing to leave the orgy for her. Wow. Skip. Low he was w- for... willing to leave the orgy for sex. Yeah, that's a that's a low bar there. I mean, he liked her. I like Nick. I like Nick better than Harvey. But then again, I didn't like either one of them. That is a low bar. So they were idiots. Adelaide, your thoughts really quickly. Uh, no, I mean, I don't care about Nick. Low bar for his for his stand for her standards. If he's willing to leave an orgy for her, wow! Congrats, dude. Eh. I mean, geez, Adelaide, what else do you want? You don't. You wouldn't want your boyfriend to leave an orgy for you. Well, technically, he wasn't her boyfriend. But. I was going to say, different standard there, but also, like, <laughs> still. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you guys That's think. Like, hey, babe, I'm banging this girl, but you know what? I'd rather bang you. Thanks. Just go away. <laughs> well, technically, he wasn't banging anyone. He was just in the, the hands. <laughs> and technically... I remember somebody telling me that they told their girlfriend that and it worked. I'm just saying some people have very low bars. All right. So let's talk about the winter solstice. Um, Sabrina does a thing. Hold on. Let me find my winter solstice notes. Um, Don't care about this. Don't care about that. Where are you? Winter solstice notes. Okay. Well, I'm winging it then. Um, it's wintertime. It's Yule Fest. Uh, they light a Yule log. Um, and then Sabrina decides she's going to summon her mother, who she met in Limbo. She went to Limbo like to talk to Tommy and get his soul. But his soul was eaten by the Soul Eater. so She got him killed twice. Yeah, and then his soul can't even go anywhere because it was eaten. Like, he will never she find She got peace. him killed in the morning. No, no, no. She got him killed in the mortal round twice and in was limbo once. She killed that man three times in in his flesh and in his soul. Come on now. Anytime Ellie, I thought No, not really. Like I got nothing for that. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, Sabrina decides she has to talk to her mother. She doesn't want to talk to her father, apparently. Never. But she keeps using Never mentioned him once. Like she keeps using his name as you mentioned, yeah. Michelle. Yeah, I was about to say, hold on. She did mention him. But not in a sense like she wanted help. Like she literally name dropped this man so many freaking times throughout the series. Yeah, yeah my that's father, why Michelle the was high drinking. priestess. Michelle decided to take a drink every time she did that. <laughs> And your liver is okay? <laughs> I mean, look, I only had a little bit of alcohol in my drink. I'm not trying to die. That, <laughs> no, I'm sorry now. Come on. Really? My father, the high priestess believed this. Did you, And why did you go against my father, the high priestess? He's not the high priest. I keep saying priestess. You do. He's not the high priest. He's dead. He's dead. He is gone. He, that title does not follow you in death. He is the new high priest. Is Father Blackwood. Let it go, ma'am. 
You didn't even like your father, apparently. You don't even like anything that he gave you because you don't even care about the witch's realm for... Woo! This girl. Oh, we didn't even talk about the argument between Zelda and um, Sabrina. Go ahead. When Zelda... Just go. Okay, so... It was the, I guess, like, Zelda found out that Sabrina cast a spell to bring uh, Tommy back to life. And at the same time, she resurrected the sacrifice for the spell, which was the girl. Dorica? Yeah, we did talk about that. Did we? Dorcas. Yeah, Dorcas. Oh, yeah. But I love the smackdown that Zelda gave her. It was like, basically, you either gonna be here or you're not... And you can leave if you want to do what you want to do. Because she called her by her first name. Okay. Sabrina called her auntie by her first name. Now, I'm I'm a, I'm a aunt who allows my nephews and nieces to call me by my first name. I don't have a problem with it. But the way she said it was like, I'm testing you. And at that point, you live in my house. Okay. You follow my rules. If you have a problem, feel free to go. And I love how she's like, I'm, I had to learn... That the world has consequences. Your father had to learn. And now it's your turn. But I was kind of mad that she also told her, you know, when you come back crying, don't come back to me crying when all this blows up in your face. And then Sabrina came back to her crying. She has to comfort her. I was like, really? Really? I don't have no love for Sabrina at this point. Let her little ass cry. Um... I didn't, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't have any care for Sabrina. I don't have, like I said, I didn't care about Zelda. Like, I agree with you. She was actively trying to disrespect her. And even Hilda said, don't you talk to your auntie Zelda like that. Like, don't you ever. And that was, I like the fact that Hilda was like, no, we will not be doing this. This is not what we do. And you will not act out of character. But my problem is this felt too little too late. I agree. I think that's I agree. Why that's it was something that was needed, but it was needed about three or four episodes ago. And so, good job on finally getting to that point. But you know, minus points for taking so long to get there. And it was nice to see because because like in reality, the entire series was a teenager throwing a fit about suddenly uh, she's realizing their authority and she doesn't like her authority. It's teenage rebellion. That's all the show is, and it's frustrating because. There should be consequences where there where there aren't, and when there are, they're about a week too late. Anyone else have anything else to say about this Sabrina? Great. So back to the winter solstice. Um, and Zelda names the baby Leticia. Uh, she's giving the baby solstice gifts. Everyone's happy. Sabrina's. Hold on, quick question. I gotta throw this to Adelaide as a white expert. Is Letitia a white name? Oh, it means sorry, not Letitia. Letitia. Uh, I don't know. I know that. I got nothing. Names don't have color. I don't know black Letitias. Names don't have color. How racist is oh, Whatever. I only know black Letitia. So I'm like, why did y'all name her Letitia? And then Jasmine said, I think her mom name was Letitia. But I'm like, is she? Wasn't no, it, it was constant. Was it a reference I was wrong. to something? I have no I idea. Like Let us know in the comments if you know. Be- I have no idea. But I was like Letitia. I don't know. I don't know. Not one white Letitia. I was like, maybe I don't know. I don't. I, obviously, I don't know enough white people. I'll say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't Adelaide, know. Adelaide, throw Adelaide in front of the bus. We know Adelaide. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, oh yes, that's why I said I don't know enough. Like Adelaide is only one person I could gather. No, Adelaide from. is our token white friend. I mean, now. okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. Adelaide, that's Adelaide's role. <laughs> <laughs> that is not actually Adelaide's role. This is completely sarcasm. I don't need your comments. Um, anything else you guys want to say about Letitia? Cool. The baby was cute. Uh, was she? Yes, she was. I don't remember. That's why I'm like, was she? Or? Oh, I was about to say, don't come after that poor little baby. No, I, one, I don't talk about babies publicly. <laughs> I was about to say, make sure you add that in there because you do talk about them. Of course. Just not to the parents' faces. No, I don't do that because I have done that to parents' faces before. But... As you have compl- you have clocked me like, why do these people just let you talk about their kids? <laughs> I, do, I don't understand. Um, what that about you, Adelaide? Do you talk about children? I am not going like- into this conversation because no. <laughs> nope, not going there. <laughs> um, but Sabrina said about Harvey and now she's missing her mother. So she wants to do a seance. And Michelle was upset about this because she went to her mortal friends first. I wasn't upset. Weren't you? No. I would say it's really interesting that they're supposed to be the weird sisters and Sabrina are supposed to be tight now. Um, At the end of the regular season, you see them walking in school together like they're the new clique. All the cool kids or whatever. And I was like, it's really interesting that she's so cool with them and they actually have magic. And she went to her mortal friends first before going to them for help with summoning someone during a seance. I was like, that's really strange. You are really going out of your way to be connected to these mortals when they're not even needed in this. It'd be different if she was like, I want to hang out with them and feel, understand what it feels like to be a kid or something like that. But she's even trying to do witchy things with them instead of doing it with other witches. It's weird. Uh, all right, I'm about to move on because I don't have time for this. If we're being honest. Wait, can I just get Adelaide's thoughts, please? Okay, go, Adelaide. All right, I agree. I I wondered why I felt like she was forcing magic into the uh, the human half of her friends and how she was like, mm, she's bringing that in. A I mean, technically, much. there was a magical Negro that she asked. Well, yes, and... I know, but I feel like she's pulling it in where it doesn't need to be, and they don't want it. They've made it. Not entirely clear, but like the hints are there, and she's not taking them. Uh, all right. Well, she has a conversation with Harvey, and he basically says that it wasn't uh her fault. Her her, her brother has an untimely death in the mines. He understands, which um no, it was her fault. A hundred percent. Everything that happened was her fault. Even if you're only looking, <laughs> no. Even if you're only looking at it after she brought his soul back and then he had to kill her. Then that is... No. Yes. She she did a bad job. It's really, his, it's really his family's fault for his ancestor's fault for murdering a bunch of women. No. I am saying even if we go up to the point. Let's say she's not as responsible for the deaths. Let's say the deaths in the minds were the weird sister's fault. Because they were. But once she brought him back instead of leaving him there. And once she did that, because I, I was listening to the emotional trauma that she caused to Harvey specifically. I would have never forgiven her. She killed his, uh, she is uh, responsible for bringing his brother back incorrectly, so he has to remember him that way. She also is responsible for not 
putting not getting his soul and making him whole, then Harvey had to kill his own brother. I would not forgive her. I, I mean, that was a long bottle of crickets there. <laughs> like, I wouldn't forgive her. What about you, No, Adelaide? God, no. I, I wouldn't talk to her. I can't believe Harvey's even exchanging the time of day with her. I, I wouldn't be within 10 feet of her. She, th- How dare she? How dare she even approach him? You know what's weird? I don't think I would have been angry with her. Because I'm not, I don't know. I've never been that type of person to be angry at somebody doing something for me and it backfiring. Because I'm like, at least you tried. And while no, it sucks. I mean, this would have been better if she didn't try. Like, I because mean, have, even Zelda said, did Harvey ask you to? No. And, and that because is a this point. would be ridiculous. That is a good point. But I'm saying, me personally, I don't think I would have been upset with her for doing it. I think I would be upset with her for lying and then wiping my memory um, when she told the truth that she was a witch previously. I think I would be more upset about that than about what happened with the brother thing because I'm like, you tried to bring him back and at least I, even though he was a shell of a man, at least I had a couple of more minutes with him in a way. No, you didn't. You have to remember him as a shell. Like now that is the last memory you have of your brother. Your brother was a shell because of her. Your brother was a shell that you put a shotgun to. I mean, yes. All of that's... Sheba! Sorry, my my dog was voicing her opinion. She apparently disagrees with both Adelaide and Jasmine vehemently. Um, But I don't... Like I said, it sucks. And I think I may have some resentment towards her, but I don't think that I would be outright angry about it, if that makes sense. Because I will also recognize that you tried to help me. And I think that's what happened with Harvey, why he wasn't as angry with her. I probably would have the exact same response as him. Like, I just don't want magic around me. Like, I'm glad you tried. I get it. It backfired. But just leave me out of it from this point forward. Um, uh, what are your thoughts, Ellie? If, you, if this was part of your relationship and this happened? Um, relationship would definitely be over. And I would be very upset. And I think even if it was, you know, out of a place of, like, she's trying to help. I get that. I understand she's trying very hard to help. But at the same time, like, there are some things magic cannot be the answer to. And I think that should have been one of them. And she needs to figure that line out. And unfortunately, that's how she figured that line out. If she did. Because she doesn't seem to understand any lines whatsoever. And I think the only reason Harvey continues to have any um, association with her is out of is out of lingering emotion anyway hmm um after uh, her friends decide they don't want to be a part of her seance she gets the weird sister to help her out orphan to orphan um I think I forgot to mention that a constant not constant patience is the daughter of the high priest. But, yeah. That's the thing that happened. Not in the winter one before. Anyway. Uh, Sabrina is using her mother's wedding dress. Uh, no, she's using her mother's dress and it becomes magically white again. I don't know if it was a wedding dress or what it turned. I'm assuming it was a wedding dress because it was white, but who knows. Um, 
but they like basically dial up her mother and say, "Hey, come here. Can we can can I talk to you for a minute?" Um, and apparently she was amazing at doing that. The Yule log goes out while the seances happen, and some children come in the house. Excuse me. Uh, Zelda walks in and finds her doing the seance. Her mother answers a few questions. Because she's like, Mom, I want to see you. And her mother's like, yes, that's awesome. Here I am. Um, what were your thoughts on this whole scene? Uh, I'll start with you, Elliot. Um, I was fully expecting it to not be her mother. I thought it was stupid that after they made a whole point about the Eulog keeping up all spirits, and that it should not be, it should, it should be lit the entire time, uh, protection that she goes and has a seance. So, like, we're starting off with you know pure stupidity, dunce cap for Sabrina all around. Let's go. That's that's the bar we've hit. Michelle. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I honestly don't remember this episode by this time because I was drinking every time Sabrina said my father, uh, the high priest. <laughs> I don't remember this episode so. Also, hashtag yeah. fun drinking game. <laughs> Please have a friend nearby to call the ambulance if necessary. Or just lessen the drink. Like, yeah. Or put yeah. peaches All in it things. and I won't drink it. Oh my god. It wasn't in it. It was. It you had peach. You had peach it. in everything. Like, you had a jar of peaches. You had the peach liquor. And then you had the actual vodka with peach. You hated me. Okay? That's what you did. <laughs> But it, I even said, "Hey, do we have to get the vodka with peach?" Yes, I want peach. I demand peaches. <sighs> oh my god! Adelaide, your thoughts? Uh, peaches suck. So yeah, I'm on your side. <laughs> um, let us know in the comments who your who side you're on. Are you team Michelle pro peach or team Desmond and Adelaide anti peach? Um, blah, 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 blah. Zelda is upset with Sabrina again because she didn't help, um, Sabrina didn't come to her. She was like, I love Diana. Diana was family. Of course I would have helped you. Um, then it's a blessed morning. No one's uh, looked at. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I was trying so hard to get back to the, the, the button. Oh my God. It was a workout. Um. You forgot the part when Zelda was like, I honestly don't think you understand the meaning of family, Sabrina. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, I know. So, go. I just want to add that because, once again, the characters are calling her out on this. Thing. Okay, oh no, because then um, the Sabrina goes, um, You're allowed to kidnap babies, but I'm not allowed to contact my mother. It is not the same thing. It really isn't. One is like a mortal crime, sort of. Like, it's within this realm. It's in the physical realm. The other one is a spiritual crime that can affect everyone. If it, And then you were going to invite your mortal friends to do it, though. No, it's not the same. Well, technically, people have been having seances for centuries. So, it's not a... Uh, no, no, no. It's not the same. Because what you could have done could have really... Like, say it went wrong and then those mortals were killed. Then people started asking questions and they all found out about witches and their coven. No. Her... What would have happened... 
her kidnapping the baby, the consequences to that is not as egregious as the consequences to a, a seance that was performed incorrectly around mortals. Uh, That's what I'm saying. All right, fair point. Adelaide, your thoughts? Um, I feel like they're both stupid, and they shouldn't be allowed to call either of each other out. They shouldn't be allowed to call each other out when you're both being morons. So, like, easy. Like, the two of them can go sit in their little corners, and both of them can go to timeout and think about how, how dumb they've both been in the last season. All right, so we find out that while the Yule Log was out, Yule Lads have entered the Spellman home. And they have a mom who is a very dangerous witch. The Yule Lads are mischievous children ghosts. What were, I like this, if we're being honest. I like that there was a witch and like she took care of like children. Like and that was her whole thing. Um, what were your thoughts, Michelle? Awesome. Adelaide, your thoughts? Um, I thought the Yuleads were oddly cheerful in, in Sabrina. Like, I was expecting something worse. And so when it was the Yuleads, I was like, oh, this is this is actually rather charming. I, I, I like the poltergeist thing that they're doing here. It's cute. So I was I was entertained by at least by this at least. Um, Michelle? Okay, sorry. And like I said, it took me a while. Um I don't I I don't care, so Yay, you lads. They just seem like mischievous spirits. Yeah, I li- that's why I like them. I thought they were cute. They looked annoying, sorry. We didn't see I, them. I couldn't imagine if that was in my home how I would just like feel about that. Okay. Would not be happy. Um, well, then the what is it? Then the woman who's out the call, she's like, Hey, you're gonna live by our rules when you come in this house, blah 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 blah. And the woman hears the baby, Letitia crying, and the woman's like, yeah, I want the baby. Because they have a, a Sabrina's mother, who shows up wearing a crown, that I'm pretty sure she wasn't wearing initially, is authority uh, the day and the night, until the sun changes in the day. Whatever. Um, so they put the baby in a circle, and each mother pulls an arm, and whoever is strong enough to pull the baby out of the circle keeps the baby. King Solomon, here we come. Um, thoughts, Adelaide? Go. Um, I didn't get the purpose of using Sabrina's mom. Was this just like I, I I saw the thing and I saw the justification in her poetic little statement she made, but at the same time, like you didn't want to hire another actress for this. You just wanted to. Shoehorn. What was the purpose of her disappearing if she was there yeah, the whole that's time? that's part of the issue. Like, you just had to shoehorn her mom in there somehow. That's how you got that. And so, I think that's where my biggest problem was. I didn't care about the actual, you know, whoever gets to keep the baby thing. Um, because I've seen this before, so it didn't matter. Michelle? Okay, so... <sighs> I don't care. I don't, I don't know. I keep saying that a lot. I honestly didn't care about this episode, period. But the only thing that interested me was the witch saying that I'm more entitled. I'm more title, entitled to that child than you are just by the fact that I'm a mother or something like that. I'm like, mm, you're really stretching it here. Like, you're really going to say that the fact that the child was raised by her for the first couple of months had no bearing whatsoever 
whether or not she's more entitled to the child than you are. That's ridiculous. Uh, on on That's that all I'm note, say. Um, I don't think she's entitled to any children when the entire reason she is the the mother of the Yule children is because she was she ate her own son. So, you know, maybe you're not entitled to that child after all, mommy dearest. Wasn't she, like, cursed or something? Uh, it was a... I don't know, I wasn't paying was attention a, to this. Uh, like, a pact between her and another witch that they would eat their children to survive the cold winter. And she, they ate her son first, and then the other witch uh, chickened out and ran with their kid. And so she, in, in order to placate the massive guilt she has, she takes all these orphans in. And th- those are you, the Yule children. Hmm. That is an awful story. This probably would have been better for Halloween, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I'm thinking that's why, and that, that Sabrina has a line of, what's with witches and cannibalism? So that was how that came up, and that's probably why that's stuck in my brain here. Yeah, we were fast-forwarding at this point. We were just trying to get through. Michelle was tipsy. Like, I was like, Jesus, save me. So. <laughs> uh, Although I don't think that's how everything went down. I don't think we skipped this, did we? We did. Because I remember the cannibalism line. And I was like, nothing's happening here. Keep it moving. Like, you remember a lot more than I do. I literally there's no plot point here. Nothing. Just nobody look out the window. There's no plot point. Let's keep going. <laughs> um. Uh. The evil woman lady uh, takes the baby after Zelda's like, no, I'm not gonna uh, hurt, rip the baby apart. So she takes the baby and we find out that it was a decoy baby and the real baby is still in the house. Um, also, Susie, uh, she apparently wanted her whole life to be a Christmas elf for reasons. Um, and Evil Santa is dipping people in wax to keep them as part of his Christmas display. That's basically the sum of this episode. Uh, thoughts on Evil Santa? I 200% thought this was going to be, uh, the, uh, it's the Central European, um, uh, Krampus. I thought it was going to be him. And I was somewhat disappointed when it wasn't. Okay. Don't care. Don't know who that is. I've seen. Really, you know who Krampus is? Nope. They even had a movie about it. Yeah, I saw that. You, we know I don't do horror, so I would never know who he is. But I'm, I'm like confused on little things because like one of them, if it's Krampus, I don't know. I think the, I, I don't know. I think it's Sweden. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But which country is it that Krampus is or like Santa's little helpers are all little tiny uh black people? No, it's that's, racist. That's not okay, I don't care. He's <laughs> Central European. He's the terrifying goat man that eats and kills people. So, uh, I mean, I know, but I can't remember which country it is. It's in Europe. I think Probably. it's Sweden. It's Sweden that has um their elves are little black people, or they well, say it's no, not it's really because black. the they're they're painted black because when they went down the chimney, they got covered uh... in coal. Yeah, but Santa's sure. still white and fine and true. Convenient excuse, guys. No, it's no, still it's... racist because they do complete blackface. They have the she's nappy she's, hair. She's, she's, yeah, she's yeah, that green. was that was sarcasm. She's agreeing with you, Jasmine. That was sarcasm. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was on my soapbox. I went full Adelaide mode. Like I wasn't hearing anything. I don't care what you say. <sighs> 
anyway, I don't care if this is your holiday. It's horrible, and you you should not celebrate this. And they were like, oh, it's tradition. Why should we celebrate our traditions? Yeah, it's American problems that they dislike that. Only America that has racism. We're, we're perfectly pristine over here. It doesn't happen here. How did you make this a racist thing, Michelle? Like, this was the... <laughs> like, this was the one... Like, we had not... Just, just, we, like, it was happy, cheerful. We were like, haha, magical Negroes. And now suddenly it's like, racism, girl. <laughs> What, I, what can I say? I'm, I'm multi-talented. Anyway, moving right along, what did you think about the evil Santa, Adelaide? I'm the one that brought up the the compass. Why, why, why are we going back to me here? Okay, uh, Michelle, evil Santa, go. I don't even remember him. Cool. Um, The demon mother uh, has a thing about people who hurt children. So... She goes and kills Evil Santa and rescues um, Susie. And she even says, hey, do you have anyone of this world who loves you? And Susie was like, yeah, I have my dad. And she's like, fine, go. You don't want to see this. And you can hear her murdering them in the background. Well, you can hear the children murdering him, apparently. Thoughts? Oh. Um. Go, Michelle. Uh, we're trying to get this over with. We're like, <laughs> yeah. So she killed somebody. Okay. Alright. She killed a I'm demon. Glad she got away. So I'm glad. I'm glad the little uh, that little Susie got away. That's all. Do we care? Like really? No. But at least we have a chance for to care in the next season. Ellie, your thoughts? I am mostly wondering how this will impact Susie's um, uh, involvement in the next season. Well, Jasmine did bring up, like, okay, because, uh, what's her name? Hilda was like, well, we can just enchant her, or enchant her father to forget the last 12 hours. But Jasmine brought up a point, like, didn't he call the cops? Didn't, uh, and I was like, wasn't it more than 12 hours that she's been missing? Like, how does that Yeah, work? it was days. It was days she was missing. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, because she didn't, home, didn't come home the night before. And then, like, Roz brought the information to Sabrina, like, the the following night. So, it wasn't... No, that... It's been at least a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else about this before I move on to the next thing? You are good. Cool. So Diana pops back up again because apparently she is just wandering around, like popping in and out. Like, hey, did you need to talk to me again? Apparently she has unfinished business. Um, and her unfinished business is, are you guys ready? She's worrying about her daughter. So Sabrina asks, how can a mortal and a witch make it work? And Diana basically tells her, no, you can't. She loves Sabrina's father, but... Um, I I wouldn't ask anyone else to walk down the path of night. I did it because that's what I wanted, and I wanted to walk it with him. And Sabrina's like, "Yeah, I understand." And her mother just vanishes again. Like this is weird because like now that I'm thinking, like her mother keeps coming in and out, vanishing or whatever. And I'm like, she is like making out with a bunch of people. Like she's practically having sex in the preview for the next um what? season with Harvey. Ooh, Sabrina. Is she? Yes. 
Okay. So how often is her mother going to be just popping in and out like this? Awesome. Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was a genuine no question you wanted an answer to. Nope, I don't care. We're moving on. Questions, comments, concerns. No one cares. All right. So the holiday special ends with Ambrose reading A Christmas Carol. And some demon men coming out of mines. So apparently that's what we're going to be dealing with in April. Do you think it's going to... All right. This is like the fear that I have with this whole Christmas story. I, it feels like villain of the weekish, And I'm really hoping that they don't start doing something like that. Um, like just have a random offshoot all the time. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But we're probably not gonna watch this again. I will not be torturing myself with this. So let us know Ooh. in the comments what you guys thought. Do That's you have? Yes. We uh, no. We're not doing this again. You cannot make me. I didn't make you this time. You made me. Because me and Adelaide had already watched it. We are not doing this again. Adelaide, are we clear? Yes, that is fine with me. Questions, comments, concerns about this episode? Great. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geeks of the Machine. I was your host, Jasmine, and today we had Adelaide and Michelle. We appreciate you. We appreciate listening. And please, I am begging you, listen to podcasts we actually like. Because towards the end, the wheels fell off and I said I was done. Okay. Thank you guys. Let us know your opinion on other things um, and the questions that we asked in this episode. Talk in the comments. We appreciate you. Bye. 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 You're you're doing it, Michelle. Oh. <laughs>